The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Federal Football Report, Federal News Network, anywhere where you get your podcast. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. And what a great way to kick off Halloween month. Uh, with a scary, odd <laughs> loss on the road to the uh, hated Dallas Cowboys. We've got a lot of stuff coming up as usual on the show. We'll give our analysis. We'll preview next week. And, uh, and of course, we'll have fake news or not. And I think we have a special guest joining us uh, in the second segment. Um, but we'll, we'll get to all that later. Kevin, um, so let's see. I don't know where to start, whether it's the commander's inability to, to move the ball, uh, whether it is the fact that they were only kept in the game by a, by a good defensive effort, by the way, uh, and the Cowboys' desire to not win a game. I didn't understand anything they did in the fourth quarter, <laughs> all throughout the game. I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it, 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 it was just enough to win. And, you know, if you're not a Cowboys fan, if you don't like them, you understand this is – although you're frustrated by maybe the three-game winning streak and the loss today – it doesn't it doesn't bode well for their long term success. And so, but that aside, the commanders lose. Um I don't even I guess we can start talking about the all black uniforms if you want. Because there's nothing else to really I mean I You know, I do. I do. Yes, As a yes. matter of fact, that's, I that's do. That's right. That's you know what? Because since since such a big deal was made all week about and I'm watching the news, I'm listening to sports radio, and everyone's talking about, oh, they're gonna use alternative jerseys this week. Oh, they're gonna wear the all black in Dallas. It's like who cares? They can wear all green. They can wear yellow. They can wear the University of Maryland uniforms for all I care. Win a game. When the conversation about midweek start turning to the uniforms, it started, you know, when there gets to be a point where the where last week's loss kind of, uh, you know, it sort of drifts away, right? Those the Eagles, right? It sort of like changes. Then you start looking ahead. This is Dallas week. You mm-hmm. know, you got Micah Parsons coming. The the battle between uh, Terry McLaurin and Trayvon Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. You got you got all that, right? You got Zeke, who always seems to have a good. And you got Washington playing a backup quarterback. With mm-hmm. all that in the air, the conversation started turning towards the uniforms. They, the team announced <laughs> that they were going to wear the all black. They announced this like Wednesday or Thursday. And, and, and to me, <laughs> I'm saying, who cares? Why? Why? Jeff, what listen, is the point? Kevin, th- listen, there was a time when it, when it's Cowboys week, it's Cowboys week, trash talk, breaking down the game, nervousness, anxiety at a high level. Nobody's talking about uniforms. I'm like, what? And are they really talking about uniforms this much on Cowboys Week? Oh, yeah. And and then the fans were falling for it. The fans on social media. Oh, yeah. I'm going to buy me two of these. I got to get those. Oh, we're going to look so good. And and you know what? Dallas was there, and they were observing all this. And Mm -hmm. we said, we're going to try our best 
to shred these pretty black uniforms and make it look like confetti. That's what we're going to do. I don't understand it. First of all, let me get this out about the uniforms. I did not like them. They look like a bunch of big Hershey's bars running around the field. <laughs> the, the black uniforms with those yellow numbers, they, mm -hmm. they did not. They looked like they looked like they were wrapped. They were like Halloween candy. Remember they had these little <laughs> pumpkin-looking Halloween candies that mm -hmm. wrap in, they're like taffy kind of wrapped in black and orange paper and stuff. Sure. That's yeah, what yeah. it looked like. It, 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 it didn't look real. It didn't look mm -hmm. real. The little cute little W on the helmet. No, yeah, yeah. no, no, well, no, no, no. Well, no. hopefully the team and the fans and the media that was buying into this whole uniform stuff and talked about it all week long, I hope they got what they wanted. The team, I hope they thought the team looked cute. I hope they think that they, oh, these uniforms look so cool. I hope they feel, you know, it's almost the way people act when they dress their families up for Easter Sunday for church. It's like, oh, we got to buy the kids new stuff. We got to go buy because we got to look cute. I hope you felt like you look cute on Easter, fans and media who paid so much attention to these stupid uniforms. Who cares about what they're wearing? Now, after saying all that, I actually didn't mind the all black. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't did. mind it. But the thing that I liked the most was like, it was the DC kind of patch on the sides, yeah. which goes to my ho my whole, like, being upset with the whole name change and branding change. I wish that they would have put to bed, If we, it, it, listen, if it's not going to be Washington Redskins with so much tradition, you've got, and so, then put to put to bed Washington Redskins, put to bed Burgundy, and go, like, then put it, and memorialize it, celebrate the legacy, and just change the team's name to DC something, like DC whatever. It can be... I, I, and honor the Redskins by calling them the you know DC legacy and everything everything yeah, reverts yeah. back to what the Burgundy and Gold was it reverts back to what it was but but it's a fresh kind of start but that's beside the point who cares about the you I did like the patch though the DC thing because <laughs> it's it's our city it's my city but again who cares we're here to play yeah, football what? man we're not here it's not a fashion show we're not the Oregon Ducks. I don't understand. We're trying to come out and highlight it. You're like, that's what, what, they, that's what they're about? acting like. That's what they're oh. acting like. This, there, there are people who are not football-minded mm. that are making key decisions in this organization. And this is not the time to do it. They not have Dallas, to solidify. Not Dallas. Not Dallas. We, oh, wait a minute. And I keep, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but there's so much I get off my chest, Kevin. Get and it you, up. And, get it up. And you keep bringing up so many great points. Like, not <laughs> Dallas. But don't forget, Doc Walker was on this show, and you've been saying this for years, that the fans have to get behind this team. We can't wait for the team to do it. The fans got to do it. Right. But the way to help get the fans is refocus on the things that matter. Uniforms don't matter. How is the team? So now we got the fans and the media talking about these stupid black uniforms when it's Dallas week. Do it when they play Jacksonville for the season opener at home. Do it when they play some the Jets or whoever, the, the Lions. Don't do it against Dallas. It's Dallas week. It's burgundy and gold. It's tradition. It's the team. It's the fans. Oh, hey. we're going to go black jerseys against Dallas. Why? Why? Hey, if I might quote uh, Denzel Washington, his portrayal of Malcolm X, you've been had, you've been took, you've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, <laughs> led astray, run amok. They got your mind off of football. You used to right. bolo punch you like Sugar Ray used to do. Right. He used to swing his right arm and then hit you with the left. Right? Come on. Wake up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come oh, on, fans. Wake up. Wake up. No, you know, yeah. you, and that, you guys are not going to hear this commentary anywhere yeah. else. No, right? you're not. Because everybody else wants you right. to focus on it. Everybody's going, oh, well, the uniforms look cool. Oh, they got the uniforms coming up. Guys, oh, I love the way the W. Oh, I like, I don't. Give us a call. You know, 800 677, you know, <laughs> commanders and, and call in on Sports Talk Radio and let us know what you think about. The, I wasn't talking about that. 
Nobody wants hey, to talk about look, that. Look, look, go back to the history of what we go back and go to the archives and listen to the show, some of the old shows. When they announced they were getting Ryan Fitzpatrick, not not the not the golfer, the, the football Matthew, player. You call him Matthew. Yeah, not Matthew. Ryan and we sat here in this show and we said, why? You know what you're getting with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why don't you want more than that? Why is that a move for you? Why is that viable? That's right. like a placeholder. Why is that? If you're going to do that, let Heineke play. Exactly. Let Heineke, mm -hmm. At least he has the intangible, that mm -hmm. Heineke factor, right? You know, at least and, he has And that. at least you don't know what he can be. Like, you right. know what he is and you know what he's done, which, by the way, took Tampa Bay to the brink, saved the season that, that year. When, and by the way, that year they did win the division seven and nine, but they still won it. Somebody they still won it. it. Everybody else did. is trying and, to win it, too. Right. And they did. And so and, and took Tampa Bay to the brink. Who was the ultimate Super Bowl? Who was the ultimately the Super Bowl champions? Yeah, give him a chance because you don't know what, the chance, height of right? what can be. But no, let's go get someone who we know is mediocre and let's and, get Ryan Fitzpatrick because we know what he can and can't do already. Right, right. right. And then, then the focus was weapons. We need weapons. You know, we we uh, we got McLaurin, but we don't have any other weapons. This offense, the Curtis when, when Curtis Samuel's gets healthy, we'll have all the weapons. We drafted a, a and I'm not mad at him. Jahan Dotson was a great mm -hmm. pick. This is a baller. This is an NFL player. I'm not mad mm -hmm. at him. We got weapons. We need weapons for Scott Turner. Scott Turner can't do what he's going without the weapons. No, he got <laughs> he, he got weapons now. He's got <laughs> he's got weapons. He got more weapons than on Game of Thrones, man. He got, <laughs> he got weapons. But well, how come he can't right. do it? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. Iron Chef. You know, like on Iron Chef, where like uh, the American Iron Chef America, where they got the guy in the, in the chairman role, they got the two chefs. They said, the one ingredient you're missing now is the secret ingredient. And your <laughs> ingredient is poached eggs, right? What? And then they got to make 85 dishes what? with the poached eggs, right? <laughs> they got the ingredients, right? What we need is some new Iron Chefs. I should have gone there. That's what we, we something's got to change. You know, th th yeah. this, this was a poor effort. Not yeah. on the players' part. It seemed to me they really won. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, and that seems to be the uh, an interesting point because when I when I look at the players, especially defense and even on offense, I see a desire to want to play. I see a desire to win. I see these guys are trying. And then Carson, I mean, he looks he looks upset at every sack. He looks upset when he underthrows the ball. I mean, these guys look – Jahan McLaurin, these guys, these guys want to win. They want, it just seems – but whatever – there's something with this coaching staff, and we've seen it since the beginning. Remember, and I will look, I will hold on to this <laughs> until either something changes on, on the coaching level or the team wins. When Ron Rivera said in that first year that there were other things we were looking at in the at the, towards the end of the game that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with winning, that's when I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about? Again, simple things. We play to win the game, as Herm Edwards once said, even though he was just now fired from Arizona State a couple weeks ago. But yeah, the yeah, point yeah. is, he didn't win enough games, and that's why we play, <laughs> to, to, to win the games. And so with that, I'm like, ah, something's off about this. Something's not. And then, oh, well, sometimes Montez Sweat and, and Chase Young will just decide what side they want to play on in the huddle. <laughs> and they just say, oh, I'm going to, like, wait, what? Okay. I don't get it. I don't understand. Why I, I understand. Yeah. And so yeah. there's something with this coaching staff. These players aren't getting it. And I'm shocked because Rivera is supposed to be the guy that brings that kind of gravitas to the, to the field and to the players. But I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. All I know is you take Cam Newton out of his overall career record and you got – 
you got Jack Del Rio. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, well, let's start, let's, let's start talking about this game, and let's break this thing down. We'll start with the offense. Um, still struggling to protect Carson Wentz. And again, I mean, we, could, um, we can break down his performance, and we will, but not every overthrown ball or bad pass is necessarily his fault. I mean, he's getting rushed, and he's getting hit a lot. You know, uh, the team's allowing a ton of sacks, one of the top – uh, teams in the league as far as uh, sacks allowed, and you're coming up against one of the the, the top sacking team defense in the league. And so yeah. the first thing that stood out to me was the fact that, man, he just doesn't have a lot of time back there. Knowing that you have uh, a makeshift offensive line, there's two things here. One is kind of convoluted, so you have to follow me on it. But from the football sense, I'm wondering why they don't go. I mean, it's tempting to have all these weapons, right? You know, if you got a Ferrari, sometimes you just can't drive it in the snow. You right, know, right, you right. gotta, you gotta, you gotta go truck. You know, mm-hmm, you gotta go F one fifty, whatever you call one of those Ford trucks, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why they don't go like two tight ends. I know they have a shortage of tight ends on the on the roster, but they got Bates, they got Logan Thomas. If mm-hmm. you're not going to send them out pass route, uh, pass route, there's at least another guy because you know they have a the Cowboys have a weapon in Michael Parsons, and mm-hmm. and they use him the way that I thought they were going to use Chase Young. Just put him everywhere. Let the mm-hmm. offense have to account for him on every play, mm-hmm. but. If they're running two tight ends, that's less accounting you have to do because either side he lines up on, there's some help over there. The guy's just mm-hmm. not out there on the island with Michael Parsons because he was eating guys alive today. <laughs> and and that, that's that's one thing. That's one adjustment the offense can, can do if Scott Turner is interested on, in doing that, which it doesn't appear that he is. He He's like determined to fit this round peg in a square hole or however the expression goes. But, but <laughs> this is what's bothering me because this happened too often with this team. And that's the injury situation. Now, mm-hmm. injuries are a part of the game. We all know that. But sometimes it makes me wonder with the frequency and the 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 similarity of a lot of these injuries on this team, perhaps the training methods might need to be adjusted. Perhaps they're, mm. the, 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 the weightlifting, maybe they're putting too much stress on these – I mean, to have a guy that's 340 pounds tap dancing and moving sideways, moving laterally on his, <laughs> on his knee, to have a guy, to have a, a tackle where 350 pounds pulling and running mm-hmm. full speed, you know, from a, a, from a squat position to his laterally, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the, the, the human body isn't designed to do what these guys are trying to make sure them do. Thing. So, sure that, I mean, that, that's convoluted, and I'm not a, a physiologist. Uh, I did get pretty good grades in biology in high school, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that was, but, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm a radio dude, right? I don't right. know, but mm-hmm. something, how many years have we had these problems with the offensive line and the injuries, right? You know, and we get rid of our best player, got rid well, back, of Trent. Yeah, rid of back, Eric in the day, back in the day with Trent. I mean, that, that was going on. Yeah, Trent, Eric Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, what's the guard? And by the way, Eric, well, Brandon Sheriff is well, but Brandon Sheriff, but, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. gone. But, but don't forget, I mean, Eric Flowers, he's not playing with anybody right now. He he's he's not on an NFL team right now. Why isn't he on this roster? Right His best now. two years have been here with this team, and right he was here. great. And Why yeah, very noticeable. I don't understand it, but maybe they lost the number, right? You know, maybe the number was in the old <laughs> uniform. When they took the old uniforms out, maybe they left the number right, in right. the old uniform because we got new right, uniforms. Right. Right. Maybe the GM got he got a new cell phone and the con all the contacts didn't transfer <laughs> over to the to the new cell phone. And the so two, he know how to get <laughs> the two GMs got Hulley and Mayhew. Yeah, both and of them work for Rivera, by the way. Right. Yeah. And then and then when 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 Eric Flowers texts, say, Hey, if you guys need any help, I'm available, they text back say, Who this? 
because I got a new phone. <laughs> it didn't transfer. So I don't know who this is. And Eric just got upset about that and never contacted me. Your call may not be completed as dials. <laughs> yeah. Please check the number and call again. That's it. Man, well, it, it just seems so simple right from the outside. Right? I don't oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you got that going on. And another thing with the office, another thing I noticed, though, and this is what's frustrating. This is why I say it's not these players. They're legit weapons on offense, man. I mean, Terry, Jahan Dotson's just a beast. Uh, you know, Curtis Samuels. I mean, just there's some legit weapons. And and by the way, Antonio Gibson plays great at the running back position. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought they didn't spend enough time running the ball, and they were Not never they were enough. never out of this game. And and yet again. These, these, these offensive coordinators, they outthink themselves. They do too much. There was never a point where this offense had to stop running the ball. And what did never. they do? They stopped running the ball. Way too early. Wait, as did Dallas. As with oh, Dallas. Now, we got, we got a Dallas fan that's going to join us a little later and express that. But I'm, I don't, you know, I'm happy that they did. But they, they, they – Dallas gave up on the run way, way too early in this game. They won. I mean, if you're leading six to nothing, you're still leading. Mm-hmm. If you lead six mm-hmm. to nothing and you have the ball, you're in control. Right. You're, you're, you're in control, right? And and that concept of just you plus <laughs> you're dealing with a backup quarterback who's had a couple of decent games, but he's still a backup. He's yeah. still a backup. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. don't make the mistake that, that this is Dak Prescott or or Tom Brady back there. Right. No, this is and, this is and, Cooper Rush. Now, yeah. I know he's not Dallas fans. Yeah, he's not even close to trying yeah. to replace that. Like this guy. Like and 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 you know, if you don't like the Cowboys, the best thing that could happen is the fact that this guy starts. He's continuing to win, uh, and they've all been sloppy wins, which is fine because again, he's a backup quarterback, and they start to believe. Oh, maybe, maybe this guy, you know, maybe we should pay him a lot of money and he can be a high paid backup or I don't know. Maybe we go into the next year with open competition. That could be the, that would be the worst thing that could happen to this team. And if you don't like the Cowboys, that's exactly what you want to happen for them to believe their own hype about Cooper rush and somehow yeah, yeah. do a Herschel Walker deal and send Dak out of Dallas. And then they won't, <laughs> and, then and then they won't, they won't be winning I, anytime. I know a place who could play. I know mm-hmm, a place who mm-hmm, could play. Right. Uh, but, in the black know. and gold. He wants to come here. That's right. In the <laughs> black and gold. Hey, all we can do is make the, the numbers maroon and, right. and make Jim Zorn a prophet. <laughs> a self fulfilling prophecy. Maroon and black. Jim Zorn tried to warn us. He was trying to maybe Jim Zorn was trying to send messages. Like they're trying to change the colors and they're going to and they're going to change the team name to the maroon and black. He's trying to send messages, smoke screen or something. And we we just we we made fun of him, but he was oh, ahead God. of his time. <laughs> you know, this is so funny that we can laugh like this after a loss. I guess we delirious man or something i don't i don't know but yeah, like, well, you, you almost know. have to you know and, and so let's before we take a break and get to fake news or not um uh, or maybe we'll bring in our special guest and then we'll then we'll uh, take a break and go to fake news or not in the third mm-hmm. segment we'll see but um uh, uh let's talk a little bit about the defense mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. again so the philadelphia game you know that's different you know the eagles are, are on a different level they're playing they're, they're playing football at a high level on offense man they've got weapons that's but again this defense you know, they didn't have a bad showing um, without Chase Young in there. And again, it's not a situation of me saying that they're better off without him because I don't think that they are. You're never better off without a playmaker like that. But they're they're playing well, you know. Um, you know, they were getting pressure back there. Uh, there were some there was some tic-tac, uh, tic-tac uh, uh, pass interference calls that I didn't think should have been made. Um, but um, I'm not mad at the defense's performance. Well, um 
there's a couple of ways you can look at it. Dallas made it easy for him too, because mm -hmm. again, you took the ball uh, out of Zeke's hands, out of Pollard's hands, and put it in the hands of your backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got a couple of weapons too, but he's still <laughs> a backup quarterback. So mm -hmm. uh, the, the defense uh, was fortunate in that regards. There's still too many times when you got Jamin, Jamin, however you pronounce the name Davis <laughs> isolated on the wide receiver. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. and, and like uh, uh, Greg Olson said, that's the matchup you're looking for if you're <laughs> yeah, 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 if you're yeah. Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, when, yeah, when but, CD's running across, and you got 52 on him. You're like, okay, well, dump this off yeah. the CD, see what he can do. I see that right, and it's not by accident. They know they know that they know that Washington playing. I've said repeatedly that the, the Washington <laughs> defense is too easy to identify, too easy to analyze. Mm -hmm. Teams know exactly where to go to with the ball, but. The, the front line played decently, uh, but I think they could have played better. The run, that looked like it was, it was going to be a uh, a running game. It looked like the Dallas was going to play a, a ball control type of offense, and they got away from Until they stopped uh, to they, stop running. <laughs> right, right. But in the first half, and... Going into the second half, they were in. They were in the game. They were. They were. Washington was in the game. The defense had kept them in the game. I figured that it was time for one of those halftime speeches. Like it's time for falling apart. It's time for getting funky. <laughs> this is one of those funky times. So what's it gonna be? So I figured that would be the halftime speech, but <laughs> apparently it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Maybe it, they took a poll of the uniforms or something. How you guys feeling about the uniforms? They, you know, mm -hmm. they're breathing uh, right. with you, right? They, you know, they're stretching. You know. It looked like a Lululemon show out there to me, man. <laughs> I, don't, you know, I don't know. I think the uniforms did it, man. It must have been the uniforms. There All the go. attention paid to the uniform. It had to be the uniforms. There you go. It's Federal be Football the Report on Federal News <laughs> Network. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. You can follow him uh, at Stanfield Kevin on Twitter. I'm Claude J Radio on Twitter. Kevin, it's going to be your choice. Do you want to come back with, with fake news or not, or do you want to come back with a special guest? I think we need to come back with a special guest because Perfect. he he to be a Dallas fan he's pretty upset about this victory he's <laughs> almost as upset as we are about a loss and this guy's a Dallas fan and mm -hmm. is upset about the victory. We'll come back with our special guest. He's related to me, by the way, my cousin. His name is Clyde Jenkins, and he'll be back <laughs> with us <laughs> on the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. <laughs> everybody, it's David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast, the D.C. area's one and only food and wine variety show right here on 1500 AM. You want to know what's going on at the local restaurants, what the local chefs are doing and saying, except for the French chefs, I can never understand them, the vineyards, wine seminars, more. It's all right here on Foodie and the Beast every Sunday morning at 11, right here on 1500 AM. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM and Podcast One, wherever you get your fine podcast. I'm Kevin Stanfield, my co-host, or I'm his co-host, actually. Uh, Claude Jennings had to step away from the mic for a second, but... Don't you fret because we got a special guest for you. We, you know, we're a Washington show. We're a commander show. We love the dub, but we wanted to give you another perspective, right? And we, you know, we're a show of the people. So we had to go find a Dallas fan in DC. You know, that's kind of hard, right? So I want to introduce you to a friend of ours, Roosevelt Claude. This is Clyde Jenkins, ladies and gentlemen. Clyde, welcome to the Federal Football Report. Man, Kevin, number one, man, I feel welcome. Thank you so much for welcoming to welcoming to the show, especially on a day that must be really, really hard for you and my cousin Claude and the other Commanders fans, man, because uh, they took the, the L in Dallas. But but first of all, let me just say, I got beef with you and my cousin, man. Like, y'all been yeah, doing this yeah. show 
for a bunch of years now. This is the first time that y'all asked me to come on this show. And y'all know I love my Cowboys. Y'all know I watched, yeah, yeah. I watched the Commanders, yeah, whatever yeah. it is you guys call yourselves nowadays. Although I didn't know it was y'all <laughs> on the field because I saw these black uniforms. I'm like, yeah, who is yeah. this that we playing this week? And so hey, it was the first time y'all invited me on the show. And I just figured y'all love me more than that, man. I, I don't understand why y'all took so long. Clyde, I'm, I'm not trying to ignore you, but there's just something about you, man. It's, it's, it's something very, something about you. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but we'll get back to that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, uh, we know it's hard to find Dallas fans in D.C., right? You know, you all are, are busy, like, counting the money from your oil wells and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, uh, building new stadiums. I, one thing I wanted to know is I had a weather report from Dallas today, and it was like 75 degrees and, and, and sunny, but. Uh, uh, Jerry and, and you guys in Dallas decided to leave the dome closed. Is there a reason for that? Is yeah, it- as we should have, what? man. As we should have. I'm going to tell you why. Because if you pay attention <laughs> to last year's playoff game, and I know y'all don't really know too much about no. the playoffs, but no, what the playoffs thing. are is when you win in the regular season, there's a second part to the season where it's a tournament style where the winners <laughs> advance and possibly can play for a championship. Y'all may not remember anything about playoffs. It's been so long since y'all have been, been doing that. Uh, but there is, there is a thing called the playoffs. So anyway, when we were playing in, in the playoffs, and if you remember... Yeah, yeah. Dak rolled out in majestic style. He had he had Cedric Wilson wide open for a first down deep pass late in that game against the 49ers. And Cedric, no, it was right before the first, right before the first half ended. And Cedric yeah. lost the ball in the sun. And, really? and, and, and when it's a home game, you got to give your team every advantage to win. And I blame Jerry for us losing that San Francisco game. And he should have had that roof closed because if, if Cedric would have caught that, he was scoring a touchdown and it would have been a completely different outcome. And so I'm glad that Jerry learned from his mistakes and he closed the roof uh, to make sure that the sun would not interfere with any of our plays. Mm-hmm. That's what that good, was. Good point. Good point. What is it about you, man? I don't know. Okay, well, I, I, I'll get back to that. Well, let me let me ask you this. Now, it was you know, uh, it's, uh, it's been a rivalry all of my life, right? All of my football life with Washington and Dallas. Um, it seemed like Dallas really got up to play this game to me. I mean, Washington's had its problems, but do they consider uh, Washington still a rivalry, or, or what was it? It seemed pretty pumped up to me. What was it, in your opinion, as a yeah, absolutely. Fan? For number one, absolutely not. Um, you know, I love to talk <laughs> trash with Commanders fans, but to be honest with you guys, we couldn't care less about the Commanders <laughs> or the fans. The reason we talk a lot of trash is because of tradition. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, it's more so the Eagles at this point and the Giants that we can't. You know, that's really where 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 a lot of the rivalry and 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 the, and the real hatred <laughs> exists. But we do this for fun because it's always fun picking with y'all because you get so emotional you know the commanders beat jacksonville in week one and all of a sudden everyone's talking about super bowls and then they lose the next week and then everyone's talking about the coach needs to get fired so we like messing with y'all that's really what it is but we don't consider you guys a rivalry but the players were up but the reason they were up is because of the opportunity before us Dak prescott gets hurt and here's the thing about the about my beloved cowboys is the fact that given recent history when that starting quarterback goes out the season's over i remember romo going out can't win a game that gets hurt breaks that ain't can't win a game and so i figured the same thing was going to happen when he when he uh, hurt his thumb but nope cooper rush who by the way i do not i i, I still don't like as a backup yeah. quarterback even though he's yeah, won the game i don't like him i don't like him but He's won, okay? And so and so we needed this game because it's two division games in a row and the whole the whole focus right now is to try to stay in the division race and the wild card race until Dak comes back. 
Kevin Stanfield, Federal Football Report, here with special guest Clyde Jenkins, who is a Cowboy mm-hmm. fan, who has given us the other uh, perspective of this thing. Now, look at this game. Uh, Dallas starting out running the ball very effectively. Zeke and Pollard were having a, uh, uh, having a pretty much their way against the Washington defense. Uh, Washington would break through every once in a while, stop them for like a one-yard gain, two-yard gain. But they got away from that quickly. What 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 is the reason behind that? What's the philosophy of this Dallas coaching staff that they don't think that running the ball is as good as passing? Well, because Kellen Moore has something to prove from his childhood and from high school and from college, <laughs> being too small and and and, and underweight and and ha- not having a strong arm and then being a backup because he was a backup in Dallas. He was one of these guys who was a backup and couldn't win when the starter went down. He was one of these guys who couldn't get it done too. And so he's got something to prove. I think he is. I think he is innovative. I think he's smart. But I think you know uh, he. He gets a little too he gets a little too cute with his play calling. There's no re there was no reason in that first half to come away from the run. I, you know it, the reason those first two drives ended in field goals was because they went away from the run. You've got a backup quarterback in there. You've got Zeke. You got Pollard. And and I don't, and I'm not see, I'm not seeing them run Pollard enough. And I'm not, and and I just wasn't seeing a, a commitment to the run. And you see the run. Be, I, here's the thing. Oh, the run was successful on first down. Cool. Oh, successful on second down. Cool. Oh, we got a, thir- a first down. Perfect. And then what do you do? Let's throw three three straight times. And yeah, yeah. and you saw how inept he he was as a play caller. <laughs> in the end of the game, when the Cowboys are up by twelve points and they get the ball back with about seven minutes left, they run the ball once, pass, pass. And when you literally just need to run the clock down, then the defense get an interception. They get the ball back with about four and a half minutes left. And what do they do? Pass, pass, pass. You're like, what are you doing? Waste the clock. And I just knew there was going to be a repeat of that Santana Moss Redskins Cowboys game where he scored those quick two touchdowns and the the Redskins came back to win that game. I knew that's what was going to happen because there are too many weapons on that offensive side for nothing to happen. But then the only thing that trumps the ineptitude of uh, Kellen Moore is the ineptitude of the Redskins play caller (laughs) and those guys call the plays for the burgundy gold or the black and gold or the black and maroon or whatever. I got to remind you, Clyde, that we are the commanders now, right? You know, I understand that, that, that name has been like indelibly etched into your psyche of the all the whippings we have thrown upon the Cowboys <laughs> in various times, right? But, right? but I understand now these are dark days for the Burgundy and Gold fans. So mm-hmm. I, I, I got, I just got. Man, I wish I could think of where where I know you from, man. But you know, you well, people been, say I got a, a, a familiar guy. face. They say I got a familiar face. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever run for political office or something? Maybe no, no, good, man. man, no. I got a checkered past, man. I can't do oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I know you from. Okay, <laughs> one, one last question. One last question. Uh, uh, you got uh, at some point you're going to have to match up uh, with the Eagles. How do you think your your team matches up against the Eagles? Oh, man. Um, I think they, uh, you know, I think they match up okay, all right with the Eagles. They just they they have so the secondary and the and I feel like the de- defensively they match up pretty well with them. Um, I'm 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 not afraid of Jalen Hurts running so much. If we can use Micah to spy on him, that's the only thing that I would that I would do. I, I would try. To, I I wouldn't unleash Micah as a pass rusher. I would probably try to use him as a spy. He's the only one fast enough to try to run him down. Or unless you bring a safety down like Donovan Wilson, use him to spy. Maybe you know maybe so. Uh, but I think they match up pretty well. I gotta see. I gotta see what this offense is looking like with Gallup back and Dak throwing the ball. Because again, Cooper was making some passes, but he's not the guy. He's not Dak. 
I want to. I also want to see what Dak has learned by sitting on the sidelines. Because Dak's a dude that he frustrates me to no end for holding the ball a little too long. Primary read, secondary read, get out of there and run. You know what I mean? That, but he holds it too long. He takes unnecessary sacks. And um, uh, hopefully he's learning, hey, there's a rhythm to this thing. Stay in the rhythm. Keep it. And so we'll see. I think we match up well against him. I think, you know, um, who knows what, what will happen towards the end of the year. I think Philadelphia is hot right now. But you know it's a long season, Kevin. A team can be hot right now. And the next thing you know, after six weeks, it seems like they don't know how to win anymore. And so we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of hot, uh, those New York Giants, Rodney's own New York Giants. We haven't met a uh, 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 giant inside of Rodney Henderson. Yeah, I don't you, know, Rodney. You remind me a lot, a lot of each other, a lot of each other. The, the passion you show for your teams and uh, misguided, though it may be, <laughs> but it's still a passion nonetheless, right? Yeah. So we're well, gonna I ain't get, worried about, gonna I ain't get... worried about Rodney or his team because we beat them last week. So, and it wasn't really that hard, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> we're going to have to get you and Rodney at the same time. Right. I know I know. it's only, well, we got so many microphones in the studio, but that's <laughs> It's going to be a show for the ages. So, Clyde, once again, Clyde Jenkins, cousin mm-hmm. of our host, uh, uh, Claude uh, Jennings, uh, you, you're, you're more than welcome, right? Uh, you know, you just have to tone it down a little bit next time. But, uh, you know, <laughs> thanks for coming on with us, right? And you got a semi-open invitation. Whenever you want to come back, just give, uh, give Claude a call and you're welcome back. I sure will. Look, next time I come back, you make sure he doesn't go on some bathroom break or whatever it is he's doing. I don't know why he's on. I don't know right now. Number one. He couldn't face it. He couldn't and take it. He and number two, it. Kevin, y'all sure feel happy, man. Listen, y'all look real pretty in the black uniforms, man. Real nice. No, well, thank you. Know, you thank as, you. know, as if you were, as if you guys were dressed by Hollywood itself, man. Look real pretty. So at least you <laughs> well, can take that away. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, we're going to take it away. We sure are. We take whatever we can get right now. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with fake news or not. And hopefully uh, either Claude or Clyde will be back on the other side for the Federal Football Report. We'll be right back. Delete this immediately. You hear me? From the producers who brought you Agency CIO's dream come true. Who are these people? And Federal IT Lifesaver. They're amazing. Now comes another summer blockbuster. Wow, this intel is a game changer. We're running out of time. Host it now. Here it goes. Starring a 40-year veteran journalist and the host of The Federal Drive. I don't care what the consequences are. We just can't keep this to ourselves. They have to know. Tom Temin. And a 20-year veteran of executive branch coverage and executive editor of Federal News Radio. Wait you hear this interview. The award-winning journalist, Jason Miller. Oh, this is good. You better crank it up. Federalnewsradio.com. Experience. The difference. Rated GS11 and above. Showing now at federalnewsradio.com. Hey everybody, it's David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast, the D.C. area's one and only food and wine variety show right here on 1500 AM. You want to know what's going on at the local restaurants, what the local chefs are doing and saying, except for the French chefs, I can never understand them, the vineyards, wine seminars, more. It's all right here on Foodie and the Beast every Sunday morning at 11, right here on 1500 AM. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your podcast on Podcast One Network level, folks, they are Podcast One. Uh, Kevin, did our special guest already make an appearance? Did, did Clyde? Yeah, it was something. Yeah, oh, he, he did. And he did he did a great job, man. Okay. I mean, okay. you know, what you could take of him being a Dallas fan, but 
it was just something very familiar about that dude, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, know he gets really is, obnoxious but... sometimes. Like he does like we don't even really invite him over to Thanksgiving anymore. It's been it's been actually since pre-COVID since we had him over last. Yeah. And we used COVID as a way to kind of break that whole thing up. We still tell yeah, him that yeah. we're quarantining in the house and we don't have to be anybody <laughs> yeah. over. So we don't yeah, want he's a Dallas fan, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a Dallas fan. Maybe yeah, 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 just yeah. We don't care about him no way. There you go. Well, one of these days I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, keep. one day. We gotta do that one day, right? One, I don't know how you're gonna do it, but one day we're, we're gonna yeah. do that, right? We'll work it out. We'll see. All right, folks. It is now time for fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. I've got three statements coming out of DC about the commanders. And Kevin lets me know whether it's fake news or not. And Kevin says everybody oh. was so up and you know, just just in love with the discussion about the uniforms. I want to make that the first question about fake news or not. The black unis, keep them in rotation or do away with them. Well, actually, I guess I gotta make it a statement about fake news. Yeah, the yeah, black yeah, uniforms, yeah, yeah. such a success, even though it didn't translate to a win on the field, but the fans seem to love to talk about it so much in the media that they should keep it, that they're gonna keep it in the rotation. Is that fake news or not? That gosh, that's a tough one, man. It should be fake news, but I think it's news. I think that that's that spare tire. That's the um that's the uh that's the red uh, whatever it was, the red cape that the matador used to use to distract the bull <laughs> before he like slices his ear off, <laughs> whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And our fans are just so easily distracted, man. And they won't keep their eyes on the prize. So yeah, that's that that's news. The, the uniform talk and the rotation and the different. You know where this the same thing is played out before. Uh, University of Maryland, mm-hmm. and who was the coach? Not the prior coach. Maybe it was the prior coach. I don't remember, but that was their thing. They had the nice the the unis with the the helmet flag of, of the state mm-hmm. of Maryland, and mm-hmm. everything that they did was based on the unis. And they were getting waxed, man. They yeah. were getting oh, <laughs> shout out to Maryland like we mentioned yeah, in the last show. Coach Lockley, yeah, yeah, Maryland beat mm-hmm. Michigan. Yeah, beat Michigan State, and Michigan State is a real football team, right? Exactly. You know? So exactly. Coach Lockley, yeah. Yeah, big much, win for the program. Big win. I I heard rumors of Maryland being ranked when the top twenty five comes out this week. Maybe heard, they only they got a, they got a close they got a close loss to Michigan. They beat Michigan State. They beat SMU, which is a real football program. Yeah, they're playing yeah, football yeah. there, man. Yeah, they're playing yeah, football so, there. So keep it up. But he's building something. He hasn't arrived. He's not claiming he's arrived. He's building something. He's when they were getting beat eighty eight to nothing. He said, you know, this was a process. It was a building process. Mm-hmm. And even in those losses, he had good recruiting uh, years. So he, mm-hmm. those kids, believe in this guy, man. And I'm, I'm, yep. I'm happy to be in Maryland. One of the few times, you know, because I'm always DC born and, and bred, right? I haven't gotten right. one dime from from FedEx Field or Ravens Park or Camden Yards or <laughs> or the Comcast Center, not one dime, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, these are my support and my tax dollars. But yeah, I might have to even you know, show a couple of bucks to go see Lox's team. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. We've so done anyway, it back last, to what you're saying. The last few years, we've gone to see Maryland football. I know you're right. They're 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 building something. I'm telling you, if they can ever, if they could ever get. Like 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 all the top recruits just in the 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 DC, the DC area, area, maybe go up to Pennsylvania and Ohio. If they can get this part and and and, and you know um and even new, some of those kids in in Jersey, like if they can get this area on lock, they're gonna be good. They're yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. all these kids are going to Penn State, Ohio State, and elsewhere. Like we've got great talent here. If Maryland can get those kids on lock, man, watch out. 
Watch out. Yeah, we need we need we need some uh, DCIA in the high kids. We also need some mm-hmm. kids out of sixty six in the farmlands too. Oh right? yeah, we need to oh, bring yeah. all this <laughs> from Royal. Bring, it we all need in, you, right? bring them all in. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go. But yeah, this uniform thing, man, reminds me a lot of the, the, that Maryland program who tried to use that as a distraction. But it's it's not football. It's not football. So we need to focus on some football. Unfortunately, I think that's all they got right now. So yeah, that's news. Uniform rotation. All right, here we go. Fake news and not statement number two. With a one and three start, and we're already a quarter through the season, four games through, just about because with a 17 game schedule, but a quarter through the season. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. one and three, it is not time to push the panic button just yet. Fake news or not? <laughs> no, bro. It's cold. That's fake news. It's cold red time. They had, <laughs> it's cold red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's zzz, zzz, zzz. <laughs> it's cold, cold red. If, if somebody isn't fired this week, if somebody is okay. not fired okay. this week, mm-hmm. they're serious. It's all over. They might as well scrap, scrap the season because mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. is wrong and everybody knows that something is wrong. You know it. I know, <laughs> Bob, no, you know it. I know it. The American mm-hmm. people know it, right? If somebody is not fired this week, then it's all over. It's all over. They start, they start talking. You'll hear the, the people start talking about the top prospects in college now. Right. They're start, <laughs> if, if they lose, if they lose one of the next two games, you're gonna hear people starting to talk about tanking the rest of the season. That's where we are right now. This is a point of desperation. Well, the this next two t- games, you yeah. got one against uh, the Titans coming up in in Washington. And, well, in Landover, and then you've got yeah, yeah, the yeah, Bears yeah. in Chicago on Thursday night after that. And so you said if they lose one of those two. Right, 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 right. That's and, tough because the Titans you know are coming to town. <laughs> we're looking at yeah, a one yeah. and four start. Yeah. Now, if they don't give Derrick Henry the ball thirty times against Washington, that coach should be who's it? Vrabel? That's not him. Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Vrabel. He should be fired. But I don't think he's Vrabel's pretty smart dude. So uh, you know, he's he's uh, solidified that that squad. Um, you know, injuries have, have held them back a little bit, but we, you know, they. You know, you attest to your defense. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. This this is a job saver right here. This is this is a job saver. This job this game coming up. This is a, a, a job saver. So somebody's either going to get fired, or or they're going to blow this thing up after after five weeks, which is incredible, man. It's just... Incredible. Now you talk about blowing yes. up at the five weeks. That's what that's what fake news or not is all about. If uh, well, the third question for fake news this week is, uh, or not is all about. If there's a loss at home against Tennessee and the offense has a showing the way it has the last two weeks against Philadelphia and Dallas, then it is time to make a change at quarterback. Fake news or not? That's fake news. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. The reason that's fake news is they haven't given this guy a chance. He's yet. not the problem. They He's got the guy. Not the problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, they, you know, and, yeah. and I'll be honest with you, you were talking about fi- the firings, and I told, or, or, or changes at some assistant coaches' positions or coordinator positions. Mm-hmm. I agree with that because when you look at the players on the field, I can't think of one player that should be replaced by, with someone else who's on this roster. Right, right, right. It's not a matter, it, it's just, a, it's not, it's, not the ingredients is the cooks, right? They they, mm-hmm. they they are not being put in positions. Do anytime you look, I mean, every once in a while you get a, a linebacker matched up against a wide receiver, but typically it's not 
the best wide receiver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. the best wide receiver, right? You know, uh, you know they have to make some changes. The changes they made, they fired the defensive line coach because apparently they have philosophical differences, right? You know, <laughs> one, uh, I guess one was a Socrates dude, and the other, been, you know, the follower of Pythagoras or something. Yeah, I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, Plato. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You're, you're like gang members, man. Well, you you down with Plato? Or, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. You know. <laughs> but the quarterback position, I heard a guy say one time, like. Learning to play for a pro quarterback to learn to play a new system is like learning a new language. It's like playing in France and all of a sudden have to go to Italy to play, right? There's some similarities, you know, based on the Latin part of it, but what's blue in one language might be red in the other, right? And he has to learn that. And for some reason, they limited these guys play together as an offense during the preseason. It seemed to me, if you want this guy to learn this stuff, it, it concerns me. Even Tom Brady has a little thing on his arm, right, to refer to, to the plays and stuff. But he's referring to it a little bit too much. And, and maybe he's just trying to wipe the blood off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the number of times he's getting hit. Right, right. right. But, you know, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear from the same crowd that said, oh, yeah, the units were nice. I like the little gold thing on the forehead. And the, Google, the, it said, the W stood for what is going on here? But, um, yeah, yeah, you got you got to give him a chance. He, he, you know, the, he, at some point, he's going to run into a defensive coordinator who can't believe that they are this bad, right? But, but um, you know, so far, they, Jacksonville, they, that was his best game, I believe, it was Jacksonville, and because no one had any film on them. But you know, they had you know the Detroit had film on them from the Jacksonville game, right? Right. Yeah. The Eagles had film on them for the first two, and mm-hmm. Dallas had film for the first three. The more yeah. that they're looking at this thing, and 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 <laughs> you know the defense that you saw. The defensive line of Dallas, they were just toying with the offensive line. They said, we're coming sure. to get you, Carson. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. Mm-hmm. And they well, would come. Close, and they would come at full speed. Yeah, they would come yeah, yeah. And they, you know what? And I meant to mention this to Clyde. They would have had more sacks, but they were too busy complaining to the refs about, <laughs> about the Washington yeah. line and me. Yeah, and holding and illegal procedure and stuff. They're busy pointing and stuff instead right. of rushing, right? You know, so, yeah, we, you know, I'll mention that to Clyde the next time he comes through. But, yeah, please But, yeah, do. this quarterback is – there's problems, uh, but this quarterback isn't 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 the main one. Let's put it that way. He's not the main one. Not no, main no, one. doesn't seem problem. to be at all. Well, that's fake news or not, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of things we want to make sure that we get to. Did you see that you 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 review movies? Did you see yes. that there is uh, in your world renowned? I shouldn't say you review movies. You're a world renowned movie yeah. uh, uh, critic. The and, yeah. movie critic. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and I don't mean to you know to kind of downplay your your your, your creds there. Um, but you know, there's a new Halloween coming out, right? Yeah. Michael Myers. Yes, see, I, I thought the last one was going and I'm that's my favorite horror franchise there, the Halloween franchise of Michael Myers. It's my favorite one. And by the way, I love horror movies. In October, I watch as it's my tradition, I watch one horror movie every day. And I always watch one yes, throughout yes, October. Yes, yes. And then I cleanse myself in the season of thanks <laughs> Thanksgiving after watching all that evil and debauchery. But but oh, um, yeah, yeah. Why, why are they doing this new one? I I don't know. They claim, they claim that this is the end, which they claim the last one was the end because right. this one is titled Halloween Ends. Right. What I don't understand is, is does Jamie Lee Curtis just 
need the money at this point or what, right? Because, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I don't know why she would do that because at some point that's all you'll know her for. I mean, yes, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, before this, right, you knew when she was a kid in the original Halloween mm -hmm. and then you knew a role from trading in trading places. Mm -hmm. But at this point in her career, does anybody know of anything else that she's done besides these two movies, these two <laughs> franchises, right? Trading places, not even a franchise, which is one movie, right? You know? Right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, right? It's, it's like, you know, even even uh, Jason on Friday the 13th, they chopped him up and sent him into outer space, but the robots put him back together and right. he killed everybody in the spaceship, right? You know, <laughs> right. You know I, I know. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I'm not I, a fan I of the I love the Halloween series. And, you know, I, and I, the, the last one that was out, I liked the way it ended. You know, with and there were so many different messages in that whole thing. It was it was it was interesting to me. But um, I won't get into it because some of it I think was was a little political, which which was which was fine with me. Um, but um, he uh, killing everybody at the end was great. Watching him kill all those people that thought they were going to just kind of for some reason they think well he killed six people at one time. But if there's twelve of us. Then we've got a shot. <laughs> well, what if they, did he kill? Well, if there's 24 of us, it's like, no, you're not like, stop it. Yeah. Like, let yeah, this man die of old age. And by the <laughs> way, Jay, and here's the thing about Michael Myers. Here's what the, here's how you let here's how you make it end. He doesn't just randomly show up to a town and kill everybody. He's specifically looking for just one person. I guess that was his sister, right? Yes, that's his sister. Leave him alone. Let him yeah. kill her. And he's going to leave everybody else alone. Like, he doesn't I, yeah. just walk down the street. He's not Freddy Krueger and just haunts people in their dreams. Yeah, or yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah. who just walks down to this camp where you come to the camp and he kills everybody there. He's not walking in Haddonfield trying to kill everybody who lives there. There's one person he's after. <laughs> sacrifice the one for all that's the message of the gospel isn't it Jesus, <laughs> one for all like let one her all. let that's her right. die she have everyone else everyone else dies yeah. trying to save her like stop no it. well her, that's the only thing that's resurrected her career because like i said i can't think of anything <laughs> anything now there is another movie coming out i forget <laughs> the name of it this is a uh, I know you probably you're you know a horror guy M Night Shyamalan movie. I forget the name. I saw, the star yeah, he's got a of his uh, mm -hmm. Batista. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. the concept of this movie is is two uh, a two dad uh, a two dad household. Yeah, and they got a little girl. They're out camping, and she's out playing on some Batista comes up to her and like like any other normal person, and the little girl talks to a complete stranger like you don't warn your kids against. Right. So finally, they bring him in the house, tie him up. And there's a couple of wild looking people. And then they say, our job is to prevent the apocalypse. And I don't have all the details, but basically they're saying, if you allow us to kill all your family members, the rest of society will live. You know, this is an M like Shyamalan thing now. And, mm -hmm. you know, who knows, right? Maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe they're not. But I know that that's <laughs> coming out. And, and <laughs> one of only one of two things can happen in this, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, only one of two things. And both of them are bad, right? right. You know, so that's coming out. <laughs> I love that as yeah, a movie, yeah, as yeah. a movie trailer. Only two things can happen and both are bad. You know, and then you go see the movie and see and, and see what happens. Uh, so let's see. What's your prediction? Yeah. Next? Oh, you know, so Manny and his football team had a bye week this week, had a really good week of practice. They're getting better, man. They're getting better. 
Um, all right, uh, all right, and all right. so we'll see. We'll see what happens in the upcoming game. Well, what do they do in the bye week? Do, do the bye week? Do they do like most uh, uh, ball players? They like go to the, the Caribbean, right? Rent a boat, you know, <laughs> hang out no, for a while. No, right? they had Is a hard week they... of practice. We were going to schedule a scrimmage for Saturday mm-hmm. against a, another team that was on a bye week, but they, um, but the rain, you know, well, there was supposed yeah, yeah, rain yeah. like the, from Hurricane Ian, and we didn't get a lot in the DMV, and we, Not you know, lot. and so we were like, nah, we won't do it because of the scheduled rain. And, but Mandy and I did run a 5K, so I was asked to host a 5K okay. for the Salvation Army in Fairfax. They have this after-school program. They were raising money for it, and they had me come down to host it. Now, I did this last year, and I was hosting, and Brian Mitchell, our buddy Brian Mitchell from 106.7, yeah. I guess 980 now, I don't know which one of those stations. He's All on. of them. Yeah. Um, he's a, but he uh, he was there last year. He wasn't able to do it this year because of some football commitments. I think he might have mm-hmm. been traveling mm-hmm. to Dallas. I don't know. But anyway... Uh, he couldn't do it because of football stuff, but we did it again this year. Ran a 5K, beat our times last year, and uh, just had a good time. Had a really, and I'm not as oh, sore right. as I was last year either because I was I couldn't walk for three weeks, man. It was tough. But uh, I yeah, feel I was going to do year. the yeah. I was going to do the 5K, but my wife had to use the car for groceries. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so I couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah, couldn't make it. I can't make it there. So yeah, your predictions for this Tennessee game? I is this number one? Is this a must win? And then give us your predictions. It, yeah, it, it's, it's an absolute must win. Um, I don't want to see anybody uh, lose their job, but this would be a way to demonstrate to me and to the public and fandom at large that they are concerned about it. They recognize uh, as a problem and, and they're attempting to do something to correct it. Somebody needs to be demoted. Somebody needs to be promoted. And, and and something's going to have to change. It's not about it's not about finding the right talent to meet your system. These are the people you chose. This is it. This is no longer uh, the holdovers from the previous regime. These are your your folks. You know mm-hmm. the only reason they're still on the roster is because you wanted them there. So uh, this is absolutely cold red. Must win. Got you know something to do. Uh, uh, the, uh, Got something to do with the, with the future of this season. It's not just one game now. They're playing for the entire season. And mm-hmm. they don't realize the, 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 the urgency of the situation. I thought, like I said, the, you know, the, the, this is one of those funky times. What's it going to yeah. be? I thought it was like that for halftime. But they didn't seem to appreciate the urgency. So I'm predictions. I'm, like I said, from now on, it's my responsibility. I'm predicting a victory. I'm predicting a, a victory by, for 20, by 20 points. So okay. that's, wow. that's, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine is not as optimistic. I'm, pre- I'm predicting, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm predicting it'll come out. Um, there'll be effort, but it's just not this again. I think that there's something just not clicking with this coaching staff and the team and the players. And I don't know what it is, but I, I have a feeling that it's going to come out in the next couple of weeks. Um, whether it's going to be some player saying something at a press conference, something dropping on social media, whether it's a coach throwing players under the bus, something's going to happen where it's going to be, okay, now we see it. Because the, the effort's there, the players are talented, they're not put in a position to win. And I don't know what it is, but I see a, I, I'll say all that to say they're going to lose Sunday against the Titans at home. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just, it just is what it is. And it, and it is what it is. And this is the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings at Stanfield. Kevin at Claude J Radio. It is Halloween, folks. It's the Halloween month. And so why not start off the month with a bad loss in Dallas, I guess. Hard, we'll be back horrific. next week. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> we'll be back next week on the Federal Football Report.
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.